Hallelujah, y'all. I have good news of great joy for you today. Welcome to Christmas Worship from Jessup First United Methodist Church. I'm Reverend Rebecca Duke Barton, the pastor. My father is also a United Methodist preacher, and so we've had a tradition of serving together for Christmas Eve. And so in just a moment, Reverend Jimmy Duke will read our Christmas gospel from Luke 2. At the end of the sermon, I'll be praying a prayer from our United Methodist hymnal written by Lawrence Hull Stuckey, who was my worship professor at Wesley. We began with our handbell choir and we'll finish with our handbell choir as well. They're under the direction of Amy Blaylock. If you're using an Advent wreath, now is the time to light the candle in the middle of the wreath, the Christ candle, as the light of the world comes to us and the darkness did not overcome it. Hear these words from Isaiah 9. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them a light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when divining plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the trampling warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born to us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and his name is Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, 
Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. May God add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word on this Christmas day. Do you ever have good news to share and you say, do you want the good news or the bad news first? Well, good news for today, because all I have to share is the good news on this Christmas. We could really use some good news today, couldn't we? Sometimes it feels like we are surrounded by bad news. It's been another tough year. There are wars and rumors of wars. There's bad news from the doctor and bad news from neighbors. The news networks have discovered that people watch longer if they fill up the broadcast with bad news and then that just feeds on itself. They give more bad news and people will watch because they seem to like staying mad. Social media sites know this too. And I just think we have had enough bad news. I suspect the shepherds out watching their sheep by night knew their share of bad news too. We don't know anything about them personally, of course, but we can imagine because you get any group of people together and some of this is going to be true. Some had known sickness that year. Some had known hunger. Some had been through a tragedy. Some were bearing the weight of guilt over something they had done wrong. On that first Christmas night, they were not out at the Christmas Eve party. They weren't snuggled up under cozy blankets with their families drinking hot chocolate. They were out in the fields watching over their flocks by night. That's the people to whom the angels came with the good news. It was the announcement for the ages that still echoes down through history. To you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, the Messiah, the Lord. If you think you are due for some good news, this is it. A child has been born for us. A son is given to us. Isaiah tells us that he's the one who will take our burden and cast off the oppressor. Isaiah says that with this child, the warriors don't need their boots and uniforms anymore because this child, this son, is bringing in peace. It is good news. So let's talk about that announcement from the angel. In the ancient world, when a new king was born, an announcement would go out. An evangelion, it was called. Evangelion. That's the word that gospel comes from. And you recognize we use those words evangelism and evangelical from that root. So the word gospel is from that evangelion, the good news. When a child was born to Caesar Augustus, this is exactly what would have happened. A messenger went out with the news that a child had been born and it was considered good news, at least by the royal family and everybody else needed to act happy about it. The Evangelion was about a baby 
destined to be a king in the family line. When we know that, we know exactly what the angels were doing. They were the messengers of the good news of the birth of the king in the line of David. The Christmas Carol, there's a song in the air, puts it this way. We shout to the lovely evangel they bring. We greet in his cradle our Savior and King. The angels came and they told his royal titles, Savior, Messiah, Lord. We learn other ones from Isaiah, wonderful counselor, mighty God, Prince of Peace. But this evangelion is surprising because the king isn't in a palace. In fact, the shepherds are given a sign to look for, not golden crowns, not the symbols of wealth in the quarters of power, but a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. When we say share the gospel, what we're saying is tell the good news that the Savior has come into the world. Tell people about Jesus. Tell people about that baby born in Bethlehem. He came to save us. He came to be God with us. It's good news of great joy. Sometimes we get the idea that God must be so angry with us because of what a mess our world is in. The story of Jesus' birth suggests just the opposite. God is so in love with us that he came to save us from all of the bad things and all of the bad news. Our view of God makes me think of that Christmas classic, Home Alone. Some of you probably watch it every year as your holiday tradition. Young Kevin has been home alone accidentally while his family is traveling. He loves it at first, but in reality, he's in danger. There are two guys trying to break in and steal from his family. Bad news. Kevin is afraid, though, not of being alone or even really of the two bad guys. He's afraid of his neighbor. You know, the kind of curmudgeon who shouts at kids, get off my lawn. It turns out, though, when Kevin is in danger, it's the neighbor who comes to rescue him. He did not understand the danger he was in, but his neighbor was watching over him, ready to step in and rescue him. That's a little bit like God for us, isn't it? We don't understand the danger that we're in. We don't understand the fullness of our sin. But in the fullness of time, Jesus came, God with us. And what Matthew tells us is he came to save his people from their sins. It's not just good news. It's good news of great joy. It's good news of great joy that God in his love and grace reached down to us while we were yet sinners. Or as Virginia Pastor Jason Michelli put it, while we were yet naughty. God isn't making a naughty list. God is making a way to reconcile the world to himself. It's my favorite line from my favorite Christmas carol, peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. That's the herald that the angels are singing. I know people are always trying to add to, if you're a Christian, you'll believe this, or if you do these certain things, you can be a real Christian. But the story here in Luke is that the Evangelion is out of great love. God has come into the world. He gave us a son. He came looking for us when we could not get to him. Jesus is Emmanuel who came to save his people from their sins. And that's why this is such good news. We know it from John 3, 16. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. 
Do you know the next verse? Jesus kept on talking after that. John 3, 17. For God came into the world not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. It's the Evangelion, the good news of great joy that the king who was laid in a manger has come to save the world. Jesus is the gospel, his birth, his arrival, his coming into the world. God knew our sin and our pain, our suffering and our sorrow. With great love, he came down into our world to redeem us. J.D. Walt reminds us, don't let the bad news of the world take away your joy at the good news of the gospel. Behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which shall be for all people. He's the king in the line of David, the lion of the tribe of Judah. No ruler has ever been able to take his place. Caesars come and go. King Herod would take Jesus' birth as a threat to his power and authority. But this baby was born to be Lord over the whole earth. It's good news of great joy that is for all people. Luke makes the point right off the bat. That first evangelion, that first Noel, wasn't to another king or to rulers of this world. It wasn't even in the temple. The first Noel, the angels did say, was to certain poor shepherds in fields where they lay. These are the people, the people who knew their share of bad news, of hard times, of a difficult life. They got the message directly from the angels about the birth of the Messiah, about the good news of great joy that is for all people. There's a funny story about a Christmas pageant one time. One of the boys in the church really wanted to play Joseph, but he was cast as the innkeeper. He kind of made a fuss about it, but the Sunday school teacher stood firm. He was going to play the innkeeper. So it was Christmas Eve and it was time for the Christmas play. Mary and Joseph came to the door and knocked and asked him if there was any room at the inn. The boy knew what his line was supposed to be, but instead the innkeeper smiled and said, yeah, sure. There's plenty of room. Come on in. He was trying to undermine the Christmas pageant, but he told the truth of the Christmas story. It's the good news of great joy, which shall be for all people. It's for those of you who are tired of the bad news of the world. For all of you who know that you need to be saved from your sins. For all who are coming today looking for some good news. Come on in. There's plenty of room. Unto you, a child is born. Will you pray with me? Eternal God, by the birth of Jesus Christ, you gave yourself to the world. Grant that being born in our hearts, he may save us from all our sins and restore within us the image and likeness of our creator, to whom be everlasting praise and glory, world without end. Amen. Merry Christmas, friends, and may you go out in the good news of great joy, which is for all people, that unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. <laughs>